What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the CBS Tuesday Night Movies. M.L. Elric. And one day at a time. Sean Windsor. Two brothers. One reaching for the pinnacle of success. The other driven to crime by the bitter taste of envy. Torn apart by a choice between family and career. Can't you see the headlines? Law and order candidate fingers his own brother. The soul of Detroit. Tuesday. You ass interrogatory questions. Right it's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not painful by them. That is painful by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, Emil. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay. You want to go right now? Hello, pals. Is it pals, Sean? Is it kids? What does kids. he say? It's kids. What demeaning thing does that man kids, say? Kids, I think. It's your old pal, ML Ewick. Hey. Hello, kids. It's your old pal, <laughs> ML Ewick. Who is not with us today. Uh, we'll try to explain that coming up. So Sean and I will be kicking a few things around, mainly in the world of sports, because everything in the world of sports really isn't about sports anymore. It tends to be a, a big culture thing. Um, plus, you had a really interesting column. You talked to somebody that I think is of interest to people. In this area, especially baseball fans. And I think we have a Geek of the Week that we can all kind of rally around. But first, want to let you know that we're here, courtesy of Roy O'Brien Ford. And it is royobrien.net, by the way. Did you know ML got the website wrong a few times? That doesn't surprise me. He doesn't care about the details. <laughs> yeah, that's right. RoyO'Brien.net, R-O-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N. They are a Ford dealer, Nine Mile Road, St. Clair Shores. Just go on their website. Look at all the great stuff they have right now. Um, they want you to tell us, you know, build your car right now, and they'll have it ready for you because we all know what's going on in the car world right now. So they will walk you through it if you're in need of a car, and they want your old ones, too. So check them out, Royal Brian Ford, royalbryan.net, as we said, or you can give them a call, 888-566-5851. And I would say today's first mystery is where is ML? Do we? Do you even know? No, I don't. He's he's said he was someplace near a river. Real quickly, though. <laughs> near a river? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's all very mysterious. L- let me just uh, say this, though. I- I'm not used to having the show opened up by... A professional. Oh. I mean, that sounded great. I thank you. You know what I mean? You weren't putting anybody down. You weren't calling attention to yourself. You weren't trying to be funny. You were just, hey, I'm your host. I'm congenial. Well, how flattering. I'm nice. You know, I want to I want to be with you for an hour, spend a little time with you. Let's uh, let's I... mosey on down the river. Speaking of rivers, <laughs> I, I, it, maybe the Detroit River is where our boy's at. Is this a campaign event? I think it's some kind of campaign event. He said if we really needed him, he could maybe slip out. And, oh. Uh, and call us. Well, priorities, man. He is running for city council. It's he is. Uh, the thing that matters to him most, certainly not this show. 
uh, one bit. Uh, but he had his big party that he does every year. I don't think that's a much of a secret. His what is he called? His yard, yard beer, beer party. party. Yard you beer actually party. went. You surprised him. He did not think he would be there. No, because you know they they extend an invitation out, and you can hit your little yes or no button, right? Or maybe I think the, wait, 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 there's wait. a maybe too. Wait a sec. There's an actual invitation sent out. It's an electronic invitation. I think it comes through Facebook now. And now, see, uh, it says yes, question mark, no, question mark, maybe, question mark. And it went to, I don't know, four or 500 people. I'd have to look. Uh, and not me. I, I know. Get, that, I, I was shocked. I thought you'd be there, to be honest. I didn't know about it. I'm, I'm kind of hurt I wasn't invited. Well, no, I know I was invited, but I never got the official invite. So Right, right. Well, the only reason I'm on the list, it's leftover. So it started out. <laughs> I, I don't want to get this wrong in terms of the date. He's been doing, they've been, Mike and Teresa have been Mike's lovely wife. They've been doing this for a long time. And it started out as a Detroit Free Press party. Oh, okay. Largely, yeah. right? And I were, and you know, I can remember going when my kids were little, and a lot of a, a lot of fellow reporters and journalists at the Free had younger kids, and they'd be in the basement playing around. And uh, you know, the, the idea was you bring a beer that's not, you know, quote a, a great beer, right? A yard beer, yeah. Just something we want to drink yeah, on a hot, a hot summer night. All this fancy crap. Yeah. So somebody bring Black IPAs. Label or, or uh, you know, something like that Keystone. I don't know. Bud Light. Does Keystone even have any alcohol in it? <laughs> Does Bud Light? Yeah, Bud Light. Or, uh, you know. It's my so, favorite. So that's how it evolved. You bring this beer. They then started serving White Castle sliders. Huh. So they provide White Castle sliders. And it turned into this, uh, I mean, over the years, it sort of morphed into a, a, a party that involves people from all different phases of his life and career. So you had people from the neighborhood. You had people from the church. You had people from television. Fox 2, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. There were well, Dish. Who was there? Who was there I, from well, Fox Two that I, you recognized? I, I understand Woody has been there, but Woody Woodruff. But I did not see him. I went a little early. Last yeah. time I went, Huel was there. Yeah, yeah, Huel maybe there yeah, late. Maybe maybe it's not Woody. Maybe it's Huel. But uh, I'm kind of an old guy, sort of more in spirit than maybe on the calendar. <laughs> I've been old since I was 17. Definitely true. Or maybe old since I was 22. I was probably a little too immature. 17. In any case. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't know a lot of people. There was a band I couldn't Smiths see. Smiths United, probably. I yeah, they yep, always play. Yep, I heard the Smiths, or what sounded like the Smiths, up on this uh, sort of rooftop uh, patio that's over the garage. You can't really see, yeah, but you could hear. And then you know they supplied again the sliders, and they now supply the beer. Oh, even well, though people, man, even though people still do bring beer, well, that man can throw a party. I'll give him credit. Yeah, and uh, you know it was a nice crowd from a lot of different uh, facets of life, and that and that was fun. I I, I do want to ask you because he lives on the east side and he had horrible flooding. Is there still a bunch of crap there in was. Front of people's houses? In they fact, have yet to remove that. It was tricky to find a part. I mean, I had to walk a bit to get to his house because so many of the spots on the street were taken up by st- uh, folks' belongings. You know, from the that were damaged in the floods, unfortunately. So that that was uh, that was sobering for sure, but but the the vibe coming out of his yard was was uh, was fun. It was it was not bad. It's very generous of, of them to what they do. I brought him a six pack of Shinerbach, by the way. It used to be a <laughs> that's what I drank in college, Mark. I was going to say I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. You could only back those days. It, it was just brewed around Central Texas, and that's where you found it. But I, I, I'm kind of stuck on this whole thing that there's all that trash from the flood. You're wise, man. Why couldn't they just? Just get it out of there and put it somewhere else for the time being. Why is why is that so hard? You mean they? You mean the city? I mean leadership. Yeah. If you're a leader, isn't that what the people want at the time? It's just okay. Let's get all this crap out. Let's figure out how we're going to get your life back put back together. Instead of and then we talked about this before. Instead of oh, it's the fault of um, 
you know, global warming and it's the fault of this. And just like, no, people's house is flooded. They want help. They need money. And they want to get the, the old crap out of there. Yeah, at the very least, right? Because it's been going on, what, a week and a half now yeah. or something? and Or maybe a little longer. No. Yeah, I can't what? remember the exact dates. But to see all that stuff, they probably just don't have the manpower in the in the regular budget in the trucks. I mean, Mike could the, – the garbage trucks or whatever kind of truck. I don't know. The garbage trucks, I mean, they'll hold uh, couches and, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of thing, you know, furniture that you often see in basements. But yeah, it, it, you know what it made me think of a little bit. Now this is a private enterprise, but I went to the the uh, Detroit Golf Club recently for hey. the PGA, the Rocket yeah. City. Yeah, oh, the Rocket Phil City. Mickelson me, wine, the Rocket Mortgage, yeah, the Wine Fest, Phil Mystical Wine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wine Fest. And they uh, had I don't know how many visitors they had over the the course, but there were tens of thousands of people. Those folks parked either Wayne State or Detroit Mercy, and then they were bussed over. And the last night of the tournament on Sunday. I took one of the last buses back after deadline, and I happened to be on the guy uh, on the bus with the guy that owned the bus company. Oh, Dean. Okay, and I can't remember his first name, but Mr. did you pitch Dean. him to sponsor the show? At all? I should have. I should have. That wasn't very smart. But <laughs> he's based out of Lansing, but he, I can't remember. He he told me he had they had at least a hundred buses. These are like tour buses or more. So why couldn't in a situation like not that you can use tour buses to haul garbage away? But just Something, seeing how anything. seeing how they they came together to transport, you know, with with the universities for parking and use those buses to transport all those people for a freaking golf because there's money involved. Exactly. Yeah. Why can't public private get together like we did with the vaccine, for example? Yeah. And get these folks. You know, you were down at Ford Field during the vaccine. Uh, Heyday, weren't you? I did not go down there. Oh, okay. No. Well, just the way the but, private but yeah. public folks came together and volunteers and so on and so For forth. the greater good. Now, yeah. that's funny. You, you So you mentioned the Rocket Mortgage um, tournament. I could not tell you who won that. The thing I take away out of it is how much Phil Mickelson was a baby about the Robert Snell article in the Detroit News. Once again, proving that so much in sports is not about sports. It's more seems to be reflective of, um, I don't know, it's always issues. And like the two biggest issues in sports the last couple days have been race involved and why why is that like why is that how come all these big sports stories are involved involved um you know cultural arguments or racial arguments is that just um is that because of twitter is that because that's what people are responding to like why why are those the big stories that have come out of a weekend full of sports well i mean there are a couple things real quickly one yeah we hear more about them because of the because people have iPhones and then they have social media to post so we can see everything instantly. Like, for example, the basketball game, the high school basketball game in San Diego. Sure. A few days Which ago. Who, who cares? I mean, it's a high school basketball It's a high school basketball game. Be- but who it became cares? national news yeah. because the winning team, which was largely white, threw tortillas at the losing team, which was largely Hispanic. Now I'm going to ask that general question. Is that news? I don't know if it's it's news or not, but 30 years ago, if something happened 30, 40 years ago, I don't know, yet, even 20 years ago, do, do we find out about it? Or is it just... No, of course it's, not. it's a story probably in the San Diego Tribune Union or Union Tribune, whatever. I, it's a regional right. metro area. Story. So so that's part of it. But the bigger, to me, the, 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 the bigger, more simpler answer, and this is actually a simplistic answer, is sports are life, man. That's it. That's pretty simple. We, we, we don't play it in a vacuum. I mean, right? We don't just stop every other part of being a human being to go watch or participate in a competition. Okay. Well, one, one of the big so things that's really it. going on right now, you know, you have the, all, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is tonight, Tuesday. 
Uh, we just had the home run derby. Shohei Otani is is the main draw. He's the main baseball guy. Uh, he, he's just he's a generational player. You know, they call him the new Babe Ruth because he pitches. He can hit home runs. He's in the home run derby, which was it was kind of incredible to watch. But the story that has come out of it is how Stephen A. Smith on his show mentions that hey, this guy is the face of baseball, should be the face of baseball, and it doesn't help that he speaks through an interpreter. And this is what drives me nuts about it. Instead of analyzing that statement, everyone loses their mind about it because he thinks he's attacking a guy because he doesn't speak English. And that's not that's not how I took it. And so now this thing has just evolved. And then Stephen A. made an apology, vi- not an apology video, more of a doubling down video trying to explain what he said. Everyone's like, nope, don't want to hear it, to the point where he actually apologized. And then the story today is how Jeff Passan, who is a writer, uh, was on the show with Stephen A. Smith, and he's talking about this narrative of here's a guy that left his family and his country to come here, and we should be embracing that. And yes, both things can be true, and this is what's driving me nuts about it. And I didn't know if you had any feelings about that that story. Well, I agree with Jeff that w- we should be embracing it because of his talent. The journey is also, um, I mean, anybody that leaves your home, no matter what home is, I mean, that, that, that takes some, some courage and some guts, sure. even if there's money on the other end of it. Right. It, well, and that's the one thing Jeff left out is that Shohei Otani is making a lot of money. But he, doing right. that. It, it makes, it makes that journey a lot easier. It sure than, does. Say, but people that came over to Ellis Island to escape. A no potato question. No question. No question. But, but still, I think it's equated to that lots of times. Yeah, no, for sure. But I'm with you on the idea that both things, both things can be true. And I think, and I don't want to put words in Stephen A. Smith's mouth, but it's, it's the idea that I think he was speaking for a lot of fans out there that would probably, he thinks probably relate to him better, Otani better. If, is he wrong? If they were speaking the same English, because then you, and it's not understand him as a, I don't mean understand on some deep level. I just mean it's more of a casual relationship. You know, sports fans love stories. They want stories about the people that they admire and respect and watch. And it's easier to do that when there's no language barrier. I think that's all he was saying. Yeah, I I don't think he's wrong. I think he would be out there more if he didn't have to speak through an interpreter. I don't care that he speaks through an interpreter. No, I don't either. He's an amazing story. But the point was he would be bigger. He would be the face of baseball. It would spread, you know, it would help them, I would think in their popularity if Otani was out there more front and that, center. It doesn't help that he's on a pretty bad team, too. No, for sure. But to your but, point, you know, I, I would say to Jeff's point, what you just said, you said you don't care. And, I, you know, I don't care. And I'm sure lots of people don't care that he's speaking Japanese and has to speak through uh, to an interpreter to communicate with American most American fans. But there probably are people that do care. And that was sort of Stephen A's. That's kind of what he was implying. And that is too bad. And and I think that's what Jeff Passon was. Those people are never going to get it. They're not going to like him anyway, would they? If if you have a problem with him speaking through an interpreter, I think Stephen A. No, for sure. No, and 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 that is an issue. You know, you, you know what I mean. It's funny getting back to that golf tournament real quick. I, there was a colleague of mine. Uh, I don't want to mention his name here, but uh, his parents are from uh, China. And he was talking about some of the, the reactions he gets in certain places, right? Just based on how he looks. And, oh, are you a spy or are you here to do harm? You know, and, <laughs> and no, no, seriously. No, but people within his within the family, he he 
Yeah. And I mean, in, it's, in, in it's, any case. So it's it's out there. It's just, I don't know how much it's out there. But to Stephen A. Smith's point, do you remember Minori Kawasaki? Does that name ring a bell to you at all? Baseball player? I remember the name. He, he bounced around from AAA in Toronto, and he's most known for his fun, crazy interviews because he tried to speak English. And that's it. I couldn't tell you anything about him and how he played or anything. It's just that he was a fun-loving guy who would, you know. Hi, what's up on you? And I'm not saying you have to speak English or anything, but Stephen A. Smith's point was it would help the game because not do do regular fans or you know casual fans know who this guy is, right? I, I you know but we're in this loop now of you we can, are, you but can't even explore race from any angle without getting a blowback from one side or the other. No, and it, it, you you're right, and it is um it it is uh what's the what's the word I'm looking for, Mark? It, it shuts to, uh, probably too much conversation down. Yeah, uh, that that's ten words to say one. Sorry about that, <laughs> but uh, but real quickly, the, the speaking of the face of baseball and, and talent and who we latch onto. I mean, Mike Trout, and I don't yeah. want to make this a baseball podcast today. Who's one of the best players in the the most talented, get the players in the history, hundred plus year history of this game, is is not known by any very few people outside of baseball, right? And it, he should be. I think he's done subway commercials. Yeah, he should be like Derek Jeter in a way. I mean, I know he's but the word is that doesn't he, have New York behind him. The word but, is he doesn't want to. No, right. But so it's not just the, the language. There are a lot of things have to fall into place. So it's not just the, the language. So replace, you know, what if Stephen A. Smith said, hey, if this guy uh, spoke more English and did more interviews, Mike Trout would be an even bigger face of baseball and it would help. From the East Coast, plays in a big market in the West Coast. He just doesn't want to, but... You know, no, nobody would be up in arms about that question. So that that was one of the big stories. The other one, of course, is what happened in Europe. And, and Joe actually, Zoos, who helps us out here, raised a really interesting question. Is Europe worse than the United States when it comes to, you know, these cultural racial arguments in sports? Well, before I answer that, can I uh, can I read you something? Uh-oh. Is this a text from ML? No, it's actually a tweet. Are we, tr- are we in trouble already? No, we're not in trouble already. It's a tweet from uh, somebody named Grant Tucker. I shouldn't say somebody named Grant Tucker. That's dismissive. (laughs) Only you would care. A writer, editor, sort over there. I'm sure he's a fine fellow. I don't know. I don't want to vouch for that. But in any case, he tweeted out a a quote, a part of a quote from Richard II, uh, the the Shakespeare play. Oh, okay. Shakespeare play. Uh, This was, I want to say, before the final between England and and Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, there was a lot of rambunctiousness. You saw the stories about hundreds of fans trying to storm Wembley Stadium and knock yeah. down gates, overwhelming the security forces. Yeah, English fans are nuts. They were, they were going crazy. So there's a photo with a bunch of people um, wrapped in the English flag, and there's a guy. Oh, my goodness. Can, oh, is this, the, we, is this the Roman candle this is the, the butt guy? Yeah, there's a guy leaning over with his pants down. He's got a Roman candle sticking out of his butt. Mm-hmm. And it's It's lit. Cool, ladies and gentlemen. It's just yeah, it's lit. So red smoke. Yeah, red smoke's coming out, right? So Grant Tucker uh, tweets the the quote. It's it's quick. So bear with me one sec. This royal throne of kings. This going to do it in an accent? This, no, I can't do it. That's that that'd be Mike. This royal throne of kings. This sceptered isle. This earth of majesty. This seat of Mars. This other Eden. Demi paradise. This blessed plot. This earth. This realm. This England. So he's kind of equating Shakespeare and this high ideal of this country with a photo of a guy with a Roman candle sticking out his ass lit. Yeah. And that that's where soccer's at. Pretty much. So so in that context of those folks, and then how did they react when England lost on penalty kicks to Italy? 
when the first two guys to kick for England were white and made their kicks. Yeah. And the next three players were of African descent and missed their kicks. Do you know what the reaction was and what's been the well, reaction yeah, of the country of since? I'm, I'm not surprised knowing the history of soccer over there. Although it didn't hit me right away. I thought they just would have been, you know, upset that they lost in another shootout because that's very England of them as well. But maybe that's too inside soccer. But you said you knew right away that they were going to get shit. I did. I, I turned to my, my, I was watching with my sons, the, the shootout, and I turned to him after, uh, was it, what's who, the youngster, the 19 year old who missed the last um, one, Rush, uh, Daka. R- Rushford, uh, Rashford. Oh, it wasn't Rashford. Um, no, but the 19 year old, I think he plays for Man U, yeah. Yeah. Who, who has never does. taken a PK. Exactly. Exactly. In any match. Forgive me for botching his I name. Um, no, but I did. I turned to my, my boys as soon as he missed it in Italy won and I and I said, There are gonna be people in that country that that take to social media and go they after were, they were booing. this kid and they some were, others. They were, they were long before that in the tournament, they were booing their team for taking a knee uh right before kickoff, because uh, they do that in soccer. Because soccer has had a really bad uh racial problem um throughout Europe. It, no, it really has. And the reaction to this, now it wasn't everybody in the country. I don't we're not gonna paint. solve we're not gonna I, solve it right no, now. No, and I don't want to paint the broad bush that it was all of England and it may have been a very small percentage of England, but it was of enough course. that the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, stepped in and started defending the three the three guys that missed the kick. That the the England's the English club's Twitter account did. The uh, some of the clubs that these players play for, their home clubs, like you mentioned Man U, they did and so there's been a pushback because there was a lot of racial undertones about these these poor guys missing that kick, and there's there's a backlash to that. But yeah, no, it makes you realize that. Well, and I saw UEFA fined England thirty thousand pounds, which is that that's to me that's just theater of we're trying to do something. No, we're for trying sure. to punish them because what is what does that cost them? For sure, but no, I mean for for the, all the issues we have here, uh, don't let anybody. Is it, Europe it, worse? Yeah, right. I mean, in terms of sport, in terms of soccer over there, that yes. I mean, when's the, do, do we still have people throwing banana peels out of the stands no, like they have done in Italy, Italy for example? Yeah. No, it's it's really well. France is pretty bad too. Yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes if we're, we're this we're this global world now. We might want to look at everything, and it's not to diminish how people feel about certain things. It's like, eh, we're not so bad here. I mean, our basketball team's terrible, but we're not. Yeah, we're. Am I am I anti-American because I was cheering against USA basketball last night playing Australia in an exhibition game? You love Australia. I love the fact that watching that game, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. There's a lot of guys on that team who had no interest in being in that game, and for you know Nigeria who just beat them. And Australia, because Australia is actually a pretty good basketball team. Yeah, well, they got a bunch of NBA guys there, right? Yeah, Patty Mills is on that team. Although Joe they Ingles. lost Aaron Baines early, I, but it was just one of those things. Bible from the Sixers. Why do I find it funny that USA basketball has gotten beaten twice in a row in exhibition? Because you don't like America. Is it, is <laughs> well, that, that's kind of what I was wondering. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I, this country is very great. I love it. We have our issues. I'm allowed to root uh, against the best, but, uh, but we're not the only ones, right? So we can oh. take, we can take solace in that, and the the behavior with the World Cup over there is yeah, you know. Can we talk about something? Or do sure. we need to read anything you want? Well, can we just flip that or not flip it, but uh, pivot 
and we'll stay with soccer for just a sec. We're not going to break down soccer here, please. Come well, on. Well, like I said, it's more uh, these Come weird on. cultural you, arguments. You love soccer, sports. but but also, yeah. So they have issues over there in terms of the reaction, and a lot of and there's a certain generation, and a lot of those Western European countries shoot all European countries that aren't comfortable with some of the players that have been coming in for, that have African roots, and that's an issue. But 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 aside from that. The way Italy reacted when they won, right? You saw footage in Rome and mm-hmm. and, and cities all over Italy. Mm-hmm. They were going crazy. So, do we have anything here, Mark, that we United can States? all get behind, that we can all love and rally around? Do we um, have anything? Do we have anything like that anymore? Wow, uh, boy, that's a that's a tough question. Because those, the, the, I see the, a lot. A lot of the world has soccer. Yeah, but a lot of the world is smaller too. You know, there's what about Brazil? There's 330 million people in this country. Brazil? Are, um, but do they really? Well, maybe maybe because yeah. of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Or the South American Cup. Which, once again, I... I they lost to Argentina, left. by the way. <laughs> I watched it. I'll embarrassingly admit that I watched it. Of course you did. You wanted to watch Messi. But in any case, no, seriously, we were, we were talking about this before the show. Is it? Is it a little depressing in some ways no. that, well, that we don't I, have enough... Uh, well, you know what I find depressing. I just find all the arguing very depressing. You know. Well, and you were you were talking about sports and politics earlier with, with with what happened with Stephen A. Smith and so forth. I hear from readers all the time that they just want to watch their sports, right? Sure. And they want to escape, and they don't want to, they don't want to think about all the. And I certainly understand that. And I think that's a big problem. And you know, you have the Olympics coming up, right? That used to be a rally around the we cheer for all our Olympians, but the curtain's been pulled back a little bit. Absolutely. On, um, you know, the fact that all these athletes around the world train here or that it's all about money from the IOC's perspective. And so that kind of really ruins it. We don't we don't have that natural rival anymore with the, with the USSR gone in a way. The Cold War being was gone. that the last time the, the, the Russians uh, versus uh, well, I guess it wasn't the Russians. It was the Soviets, but versus the Americans in hockey. Are we ever going to have another miracle on ice? Lake Placid, yeah. I I just don't don't see that happening. But what do we have? We know know too much about individual athletes. What do we have that we can rally around? On the one hand, and we were talking again about this, Mark, the the idea that there's so much, because we were talking about ratings and sports and watch down. It's partly because there's so much great content of all kinds, Mm -hmm. entertainment of all kinds out there, quality stuff. It just gets better by the year. And that's awesome, and we can pick and choose. But but the the side effect of that is we're not in in something together, watching something but, but together. When's the last time a movie came by? Sure, and and grabbed seventy percent, eighty percent of us. You know, I guess the uh, the Avengers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but even then, like uh, you know, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't want to completely date myself here. Not that that's <laughs> maybe that's not, that movie. Maybe not yeah. the, that's not the best example. Jaws. I don't know. Star Wars. Yeah. Right. 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 To some degree. Uh, but, no, we well. Uh, but what you, can we I'll rally? Give you, I'll give you a better example, and this is ludicrous. But remember the finale of Survivor or Joe Millionaire, where yeah. you had fifty-five million people watching it. Yeah, you know Vince not, Ellis, a, a good buddy of mine, he used to cover the Pistons for the Free Press. We had breakfast the other day, and he's like, "Are we ever going to have a, a the a final episode of Mash again?" Well, we kind of did with Seinfeld, maybe, or, but that was too. That was a long time ago. I was going to say Game of Thrones. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but it'll happen again. But Mash was well more than half TV the country. Channels. That's the point, though, right? And that's the thing. And it's great that we have all this stuff. You and I, you know, can talk about. Oh, you like Swedish TV? I don't know if you do or not, but I, I like you know British TV. British TV. Yeah, right. Exactly. We got all this great stuff, and that's awesome. And I wouldn't want to go back in a way. 
But one, oh, of, but God, one of the no. I mean, I wouldn't go want to go back at all because the quality of stuff is amazing. But one of the effects of that is just is yeah. How do how how can we rally around together on some stuff these days? We're losing movie I, I, theaters; they're shutting down. I mean, even that community experience is fading a little bit, right? Well, so that's why it goes once again back to sports and the point about this country just being so huge and so many people here. Uh, I feel like it is regional, especially with college sports. You know, you kind of you rally around that team, but yeah, you're going to be playing other teams from this country. So yeah, I mean, we have the Super Bowl still, right? I mean, yeah, but that you know that fractures people because you sometimes it's fun to root against. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. I mean, in the sense that it's a shared. That's one of the few things we have, I guess. It's a shared cultural experience. We 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 may in one home be eating you know Doritos and another home be eating pita chips, and that's great. But uh, but we're but it's the, the the idea of we're sharing food and friends and family and that game. Yeah, right. The details and 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 the tastes and sounds may vary from house to house and, and bar to bar, but we all share that experience. It, it so at least there's that. It'll come back. I just think we've you, been you think so, so fractured by we, politics. I know, but it's don't just spreading we need at every it. angle. Mark, we're not trying. To, I'm not trying to be kumbaya here, but God damn it, don't we Do need? We need it? Don't we need Do a we need couple it because of, everybody seems to just go in their own uh, Yeah, and everybody's angry. Can't we do confirmational bias? I know, but we need a couple things that we can, I don't know. We, a war. Or maybe how about actually good, win. How about if we get to Mars I'm and being it's not facetious. just I know you are. It's not just billionaires shooting up their own private rockets. We need we need to go to Mars, don't we? Uh or something. Boy. Is that really going to do it? Do you a, really think that's what's going to oh, do Oh, I don't know, but we need something. Maybe it's just <laughs> Drew. We need more Drew. <laughs> we could all use a little more Drew, We're right? coming down the stairs? Uh, I don't know. I heard the door opening. Who knows Who knows what's going on up there right now? What? Oh, he is coming down. Look, he is live on, live see, on camera. Oh, see, look. And, and to your point, to our point, he's wearing a T-shirt that uh, has got oh, the Beatles. There's, a, there's something that's, that a lot of people rallied around. So, you know, that's why I think we hang on to that kind of stuff. He's just coming down to get paper to make. He's bending. I will rally around the Beatles anytime. You will what? I will rally around the Beatles anytime. I had no idea. I will rally around the fact (laughs) that him bending over and showing me his ass crack. (laughs) No one wants to rally around that. I don't mind. What are people trying to rally around? Well, at least there's not a Roman candle sticking out of it. Sean was saying how nobody there's. Is there anything that this country could rally around anymore? Like like how Italy reacted. The whole country went nuts when they won the won the. World, or excuse me, the European Cup. That's a great, do we do we still have things that can bring us together? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know? I think it'll take a war or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what Mark said. That's what I just Hitler said, yeah. type. I, 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 don't under, I don't understand it because, honestly, I feel like even the national anthem and the flag have sure. become so triggering. Yeah, I mentioned that. No. And I, I don't. I feel like there ought to be something where people just kind of let everything go and go, well, I do rally around. You know, I stand for the anthem, or I have salute the flag, or some something. I mean, it sounds really corny, but honestly, there is nothing. Well, going back to the earlier part, how about the fact that this country isn't so bad with how we treat each other compared to other countries around the it's, world? In, in a lot of ways, yeah. No, we 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 have issues. We need to get better. But damn, you're right. There, there are places that are you know 
they have a lot more issues. How about that? Well, I'll, I'll bring this to this show. I've said it on my show. I watch one of the dumbest shows on television <laughs> called 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Oh. It's about people that fall in love with people from other countries. And so the American either goes and lives over there, you know, in Ethiopia or, uh, you know, Brazil or somewhere like that. Or that person comes to this country. And when you see how people live in, in these places and how the Americans are having difficulty adjusting, you realize... We are so lucky. We have so much going for us well, over here. To that point, I was talking to Zoovs before the show. We're like, oh, I wonder what, what would be considered. Like, I don't even know how you figure it out. What would be the most racist country? Like, who has the, who's tolerant in the world? And some economists actually did a big study and they found that Anglo and Latin countries are the most tolerant. And the, the two, most tolerant? Tolerant, yes. Uh, to women? No. No, to Anglo. That's okay. That's Thank different. you. That's a very big distinction because. I cannot believe how women are treated in some of these other countries. And, and to think that we get so upset over, you know, the average Karen or somebody doing something stupid. And yet these situations exist in other countries that are just abominable. Well, it is relative, right? But, but what were you saying? The Mark? two least uh, tolerant countries, according to the study, Russia, India, and Jordan. Huh? I don't know why. Well, uh, India's, India's tolerant to uh, much in the way of choice. I mean,. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't specifically regarding other ethnicities and races. I, I yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Then again, they were just controlled by Britain until what about 40 years ago. So, All right. I don't know. You, I don't your, know. your story though, you, the, your 90 Day Fiance reminds me of that old Chappelle skit, right? Where uh, <laughs> the 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 white guy <laughs> went with. <laughs> They swap, it was a oh, wife swap yeah, with a, yeah. a black couple and a white couple. And it was a, <laughs> the N word family. And it was, a, yeah. no, 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 oh. not that one. It was a wife. It was a spousal swap. So you had a black couple and a white couple, and they, they swapped and were trying to learn how the other lived. It was, it was, it was fun. It made me think of that. But uh, it, it but, just shouldn't be this hard. I, I don't know. You know, I, sometimes I think if you took Trump out of the equation, maybe it'd work a little bit better, but I'm not sure about that. Um, I don't know. There's kind of always been an undertone there. I just feel like the un Trump. the undertone is gigantic now, and uh, and people just don't trust. They don't trust the government. They don't no. trust the media. That's a real problem. When people don't trust what they read, well, they, it well, if is. they stop lying. Neighbors don't trust each other too, right? <laughs> and 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 the the Drew, we're we're not even we're sort of separating ourselves out by neighborhood now. Yeah, politically. We've we've always done it uh, for money. I mean, right? It's we're, we've always been classist, sure. But now we're starting to do it politically. I keep reading I, story after story about how people want to be surrounded by like-minded people. That that can't be good in the long run. No, that's the opposite of where we want to go. But isn't that human nature to be around people? But politically, you, I it uh, never just, crossed just, my no, to be around never people that my is, mind to be around people that are as similar as yourself. Well, you would share some, share some tastes, I guess, but. I, you know, I think I think playing sports was good for me because I was around a lot of different people. Absolutely. And I liked it and I appreciated, you know, that like I was in a dormitory with the Virginia Tech basketball and football players my freshman year. Not that they're the best behaved people, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I really did appreciate where they were coming from. And they came from very different places. And it was enlightening and uh, I got a lot out of it. It wasn't it wasn't a bad thing at all. So I, I don't know. I don't want to be around people just like no, me experience. all the time. When you're talking about race, and I'm no, I'm no expert, and it's sort of funny. Here we are, three white guys doing this, but, <laughs> but, uh, but the best if, from everything I've read, studies show the best, the best thing to help is experience and food. Yeah. You know, do you actually know somebody from a different place, and yeah. you, and do you have experience with them because that changes 
everything when you have one-on-one experience to, kind of to your point and well, food it, food's it, another huge it's one massively huge. it is we can we can share food <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's There's the only no thing way. we we have we all love we, we all love pizza we all love tacos yeah, but right. you know what's that funny? The, that might be the great unifier. Right. I mean, pizza's from Italy. And but but here you guys solve this problem. Here's yeah. how absurd it gets, because you were telling me that Gordon Ramsay was getting shit because he cooked uh, an ethnic dish the wrong way. And it's like, I think Gordon Ramsay knows how to cook. Yeah, but he did fuck that up, and he is kind of arrogant in a way. So I, of course I'm kinda he is. With, so that's why people pile on him. That's but, the real reason, because they just don't like his Well, that's arrogance. part of it. But also, it's the idea of if you're going to go make a dish from another country, and you're going you're gonna to put it on... Um, television or whatever where the web or wherever you put it on i guess it's the same thing make the dish make the dish like it's supposed well, to be I'm made sure he tried. and then you can do it i'm sure he right? tried and if he didn't he made it his no, own. no but he What's made it his own that? way and then he said how can i elevate it so you don't use the word elevate unless you know what you're doing fundamentally and then you oh, and even on. then you don't say elevate no because that is fucking well, now you're in a semantic problem then. but but words do matter i i do have to say to me i think to a, to a lot of people to they do point. matter to a point it's arrogant He's arrogant, yes, but when you say I'm going to elevate this, but I don't even know how to make this, that's <laughs> foolish to me. Sorry. Well, okay. Well, he got he got his comeuppance. He it, did so. make the fucking dish. Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to get uh, carried away. One of the things that uh, can bring us all together is making money. <laughs> Maybe not because you were just saying that uh, that just kind of split us money. But uh, if you want to make money and you want to invest, overreactions not the strategy for the long term investor. So call our buddy Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. He's going to give you rational financial advice. Make that money grow, even if it's for six months, six years, six decades. Stocks, bonds, 401ks, 529s. He knows it all. Get advice. Get a strategy. Call Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRASIPC. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Before we get to the Geek of the Week, you had a column where you talked to Jim Leland. And I don't know, has Leland been out and about talking to people? No, he's, uh, I caught him, I think it was at a, he was playing golf, or he just finished playing golf. And I want to say it was a charity tournament. You know, he likes he likes to play golf. He was in Pittsburgh or in a suburb of Pittsburgh. It's where he's lived, you know, since he managed the yeah managed the yeah. Pirates. Well, he's, yeah, he's from yeah. And, and from his wife, I, I want to say his wife's from Pittsburgh too. But to, no, he's not been out and about. I just uh, you know the 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 Tigers put together back to back winning months for the first time in six years or whatever it was, and and I think AJ Hinch, the manager, has been uh, a big part of that. And I thought it would be. Interesting to call up Jim Leland, who was in that same position in 2006. He took over the same club after a lot of losing and started to surprise some people with a lot of winning. Now, they jumped out of the gate and then took off and got all the way to the sure. World Series. This team's not going to do that, I don't think. But but it's a little bit surprising how well they played the last couple of months. Now, they've had a recent losing streak. And uh, I think the timing of my column was not very good because they just lost four <laughs> in a row. Always about, always about you. But no, it's funny. It was, no, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be El Ricky I'm in there. just kidding. But uh, when I called him, it, I just sort of blind call him. A lot of times when you call people like that, you text them first. Yeah. Hey, can we chat? And I thought, oh, you know, he's not always great with text. I'm just going to call him and yeah. see what happens. And he's just low. And I said, hey, this is Sean Winter at the Detroit Free Press. Hey, I'm playing golf right now. Can I call you back? Click. <laughs> just like that. He's time managing. Just like that. Just like that. He called so you back. He did. He called me back a lot sooner than I thought, by the way. And I'd just run out. 
And uh, did you go? I'll call you back. Click. I did. I had <laughs> to really? because I want to be able to take notes. I said, "Oh, I'm in my car. I'm just a few minutes away from my house. Can I call you right back?" And he said, "Okay." <laughs> so I called him back, and he was great with his answers. He gave me time, but then he was done. He's like, "Hey, I'm at a cocktail party," and that was it. I didn't say I didn't get to say thank you. I didn't, get, you know, any of the normal sort of courtesies. Yeah. I'm at a cocktail party, and then there was silence. <laughs> that's just how he. That's just how he is. But he's. But he's, he like. I mean, he still does work for the team, but he likes. He does. He's a special assistant. Uh, for the front what is, office. What does that mean? Advisory role. You know, if you want to pick his brain. He says he tries to stay out of it. He certainly stays out of the the day-to-day, the clubhouse and Hinch and all that. But he, he had a lot of good things to say about Hinch. He, he likes the team and um, some of the young pieces. And No, he's he's just, always been I, one of, I like him. I think he's, he's always, yeah, he's always been one of my favorites to talk to. He's just, yeah. he's real. Straight shooter. He's, he's got a great knows the game. sense of human nature and, and, and how to relate to people and all kinds of people, right? And. I always love that about him, and you know, he can be funny. He can also be very. Uh, uh, I mean, he can be cerbic, which is sort of funny. He can, is it, and is he can it, be blunt. Is it behind the paywall? Uh, I think it is. <laughs> okay, that's not my decision. Freep. Oh, I know it's not freep.com If you want to read it, but I thought it, I thought it was an interesting. Guy. It's good to hear from uh, from Skip. I remember one time he was. I was in Kansas City. And he was walking through the clubhouse in his underwear, and I was standing there, Brandon Ninja's stall, and and he walks by, and he's. He's got, you know, and it, the body he's got yeah. at that age, and he's in his underwear walking through, and Inge looks at him, kind of tracks him as he's walking across the clubhouse and looks back at me and said, I think I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek or we're turning into cool guys? I was thinking of so many different people for geeks of the week i was thinking um maybe well, air, airline passengers lately they've been a little rambunctious back to their old oh, ways. dude have you uh, seen the numbers there have been more that's insane complaints in the last six months than in the last 10 years it's in, it's what nuts. the heck is going on in well, our there's skies no, there's no penalty for acting like an asshole in the skies so. it's just unbelievable by the way by the way i i thought jim leland looked fine in his undies <laughs> I, I could just say that. Oh, you like what you see. Huh? No, but no, no. R- real quickly, and you're going to talk about the opposite of what's the geek of the week. What was great about him is that he was who he was, and he didn't care. He's walking yeah. through, you know. And 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 I think we gravitate to people like that. Be who you are. Be yourself. And right, I think we saw that in 2016, didn't we? Yeah, but was that? Oh, was that? I mean, part, I guess he did of, sort of reveal of Trump's charm. He was lying too much for my taste, and I'm sorry, listeners who who love him, but he uh, didn't care. No, he he did, he did not care that he was lying. So I guess in that way, you're right. Without a doubt. I mean, most most stuff coming out of his mouth, right? Is, but it was the way he uh, he just didn't care, and I think that's the psychological. Well, a lot of times a position in life can allow you to do and be and speak freely as to who you want, which leads to my next uh, nominee for Giga the Week. Who I was thinking about was just these billionaire astronauts, quote unquote, uh, namely Richard Branson, because I. That's not an astronaut to me. What he did, that's just him getting off. Let's skip, al- skip along the edge yeah. of the earth. Yeah, that's I don't know. I, that just uh, Elon Musk at least is trying to go to Mars, as you referenced earlier, and it's like okay, that might have some long term ramifications. But I just uh, watching the video of, of Branson floating around in his spaceship, in air quotes there, um, just made me laugh. It's like this is a vanity project. That's how I took it. But that's that's not my geek of the week. And the one I think we can rally around are two. Michigan state agencies. Number one, the secretary of state, which has been an unbelievable disaster. If you need an appointment 
or even when you get an appointment and how slow they've been. And since the pandemic started, yeah. Since right. the pan well, come on, man. How long can you blame the pandemic for something? No, but that's when that's what no, I agree, but that's when it started, right? Get on it and fix it. And the last fix is that oh, we're gonna extend uh, hours uh by one hour a day. It's like No, that on. doesn't There's do it. It's a massive backlog. And, and what's too bad, man, is that they had actually started to get get the shit together. Before the pandemic, you could set up appointments. It was, sure. it, it, was bec- it had become a lot more you could efficient. also just walk in. You could. Yeah. It was a lot more efficient, and they were kind of like, wow, this isn't the experience we've had all our life. It's a disaster. They were getting better. I just had to go there, and I got an appointment the day before, and then when I got there, it took forever to get service because, you know, it's, it's nothing They're nobody overbooking. knows. They're not terribly efficient there either because, once again, no competition. You can't go to another secretary of state. In this state, you have to go to Michigan's. So... There's really is there much desire to fix it? I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. We've we've it certainly had the, doesn't seem that way. I don't know. We've had the K car man and the Pinto, so it's, it's the, the free enterprise isn't always the answer either. <laughs> well, no, but we don't probably we don't have them anymore. Probably a bit of both, but they were around too long. Probably a bit of both. But even worse than that, I think this is my number one geek of the week is the Michigan Unemployment Insurance Agency, who has had so many problems in the past from poor software that's the yeah i mean it's it's been atrocious and they overcharged people and they got sued because of it but the new one is there is about six hundred fifty thousand people that got aid from covid that the feds say nah what they got when they check that box that you offered them to check because the state set it up with the federal money that's not qualified anymore that they never should have gotten the money so what does the state do they're trying to claw it back for a mistake they made. No, you can't do that. It's, it's atrocious. It's about 19% of the people that got the aid now, um, they're saying you are unqualified and we're going to try and get that money back for a mistake they made. No, that, that, and that's that not right. that infuriates me. That's not right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And you said that they owe you money, too, which is ridiculous. Yeah, from a, from a furlough week last year f- through the pandemic. Well, good was, luck in that. It, how, how much of a nightmare is that going to be? Well, it was weird. Yeah, it. no, it was it was really weird because I had four furlough weeks last year through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We all, I think everybody had three. And then in, in any case, I got paid for the first two. No problem. The system worked. And the third, it just didn't work. And then the fourth did work. And I, every time I tried to call, right, you know how it is, right? I, and it's, I didn't think too much nightmare. of that because... Everybody was trying to call, and they were overwhelmed. And I wanted to have you know have some empathy for what they were trying to do, but now here it is, and I've called. I finally set up an appointment, and and uh, the gal didn't know really how to help me. And then she said, "By the way, I can only talk to you for I think it was ten or fifteen minutes, and then I got to move on. What? I'll try to get you to somebody else." And it was a two-hour wait. They have I, time limits on how long. They yeah, can- they do, and I don't. I don't want to. I, I feel for those folks, right? I mean, it's not the individual person you're talking to. Of it's not, course not. It's not their fault. It's so. the structural bureaucracy, and they were it. overwhelmed, right? So you're not. You're used to dealing with a certain percentage of unemployed people year in and year out, and all of a sudden COVID hits, and they don't have a man. Woman power, whatever. Oh, uh, sorry, they don't have the personnel about that. <laughs> yes, I, we know what you meant. Yeah, but they don't have the fucking personnel. But that's what pisses me off about. And how do they do it? Like um, just removing people's 
you know, flood damage stuff from their yards, right? Things that right. affect their daily lives. Right. This is money people needed, right? And some people still need it, and they're going to try and claw it back because yeah, they, that's, that's they checked the wrong box that they set up for them. That's outrageous. Or, or just even, put, even putting that aside, how the unemployment office treats the people. It's like, these people need this stuff. Why don't you fix that thing first before all everything else? It just it drives me up a wall. Because that's and that's why they're the geek of the week, and uh, you shouldn't be a geek either if you have a high interest rate on your house. If it's over the threes, get over it. Call Hall Financial. Rates are still in the twos. I don't know how much longer they're going to be there. I'm shocked they're still there. Call Hall Financial. You never know how much money you could save. It's worth a call. It's it's really no big issue to do it. Hall Financial's fast. They do all the heavy lifting for you. Uh, go to um, well, Drew Mike Hall Financial dot com or Drew Drew and Mike HF dot com. I think it's it's on the site. You'll see it on the site. You'll see it on ML site. You'll see it on the Drew and Mike site. It's Hall Financial. Call them. Get a good quote. NMLS number one four six seven four three five. I, 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 God, I sound like Elric. I, 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 <laughs> I know what the rules are for room 7609, Mark. Yeah. Did you and, obey uh, them? I, I did. I had strict orders, you know, right. Did he really? Did from he the really boss. No, them? I don't know if they were that strict. <laughs> In any case, uh, he doesn't care about this show. No, he doesn't. If he would, if he did, he'd be here, right? Exactly. He can't even slip out of his meeting down by the river to give us a, to give us a call and check in and see how we're doing. In any case, uh, but we'll, we'll talk more, a little bit more about this band afterwards. Just know that they like the folks in England. They have a song called England. They're uh, going on a UK tour, but they are American. Here's uh, "Sea of Love" from the National.
So that was Sea of Love uh, by the National, uh, a band that are, I think, Ohio natives. You broke from, a rule. That doesn't sound like New Wave to me. No, it doesn't. They're from Cincinnati, I think, all of them. But they formed in Brooklyn in uh, 99, I think, or something, somewhere, somewhere around there, 99, 2000. And, uh, you know, what you can call them alternative. Maybe some folks might say art rock. A rock. But uh, it's just a cool song. From a, an interesting band. It's a great who's, song. Who, and the re, it is a great song. And the reason I wanted to play them is because... It'll the, piss him out long. Well, not just to piss out. <laughs> I, I don't really want to piss Mike off. It's it's easier when he's happy with us. <laughs> but this, but the National... Um, and, you know, fine. You want to quibble with the name, the National, and think that's a little you know, too no, precious. No, one does. No one too does. precious. No. But they're influenced by the Smiths. And oh, they, really? Yeah. That was one of their biggest influence, influences. They have a, one, uh, one of their hit songs is called England. Well, there you go. Right. So how he can't complain? They tour about this. over there. The Brits loved them. In fact, they were they were supposed to be over in London uh, in May and had to cancel. I think probably because COVID stuff. So you know, there's a connection, right? I, I would say they sound a little um, Joy Division ish. Yeah, in a way, I mean, they do. Where the you, vocals you, are kind of you, you can hear it a little bit, Heck, but uh, yeah. but we wanted to we wanted to play that for you and for Mikey to show that uh, you know folks over here on this side of the pond can still make some music well man. the fact that there's rock music even being made over here is kind of impressive yeah it's, yeah and, and that song's probably 10 years old but uh maybe more but um they're still active though yeah they are you know it's it's not like the stones going on tour 40 years after they hit we're, we're not talking about that <laughs> their last I, hit sorry i love the choice um he'll have some problems with it but then he'll just have to get over it That's yeah but it was an homage it's it's a roundabout homage to the smiths how about that okay then he maybe then maybe he'll yeah, and he, and he might be okay with that. I just love the fact that we know he's going to nitpick everything on the show. <laughs> well, you know, you know, he did send me. Let's see if I can find it. He did send me a piece of feedback since this is usual feedback time. Um, all he wrote was FYI, and he sent this email along. He says, "ML, you're killing me with this attack on the NIL, the name, image, and likeness thing that." Uh, the Supreme Court ruled on and he, allows we debated athletes. about right. We brought the debate back for exactly once because he wanted to. He doesn't know. like it. It rubs. I, I think, in all honesty, I feel like it rubs him the wrong way. He just wants college athletes to be yeah, student yeah. athletes. He wants them, you know. Yeah. It's, it's you know fits there with for his, his entertainment. It Mark. fits with his 1980s view <laughs> on things, right? Yeah, it's a bit of a plantation view, if you ask me. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, no, it's not. I know, it's, I know what you mean. He, he, it's he, free labor. He exactly. He wants. Uh, but you made the you made the great point that uh, this is money not coming from the NCAA or the schools. This is money coming from the free market. It is, and in fairness to to, to, to Mike, as much as I kid him about just wanting entertainment, that's not really it. He genuinely is thinking about, from his perspective, the welfare of these of these student athletes, mm-hmm. and will this interfere with their not not just the work they put in with the sport, but their but their academics and will they you know will it interfere with where their their goals are down the road and all that sort of thing. So I think it's sincere on his part that he generally cares about that. Well, he, I think he does. He's just wrong. <laughs> right. So yeah, no. So I I, I want to make that clear. So here's the feedback he forwarded to us. You know the first you know the first line. So let's see if it's going to end up supporting him or not. He says, ML, you're killing me with this attack on the NIL decision from the Supreme Court. There's a difference between people who stream themselves gaming with their friends and have a following. I know a few. And someone working a full or part-time job playing video games. Like Mark and Sean said, they already play the games. That was, that was your line. If they stream themselves playing Madden and make money, good for them. If they do it too much and they're laying eggs on the field, they're going to get benched. That's how it's going to shake out. I will concede. I agree that a student who turns their NIL into a full-time job is not good for them or the sport they play, 
but that's still not a good reason to keep guys, um, you know, from getting scholarships or making money. So that sounds good to me. I, I, it's just he, Herbie, put but, it very succinctly. But but it, all it said was FYI, because I thought he actually put a line in the subject head about. Was he trying to argue with that with that uh, fellow? No, no. The, you know the the subject line was the was Herbie's subject line, which was your nil argument. Well, it means nil, which was oh, kind of the, the plan. Yeah, word yeah, yeah. Okay. For oh, okay. Yeah, very clever. Now we do have uh, very clever. We do have some voice response to the Uh-oh. The, the phone number three one three two eight eight ninety seventy. Um. Hi. Um. Uh, this is a, a big fan of uh, ML Soul of Detroit, but mostly of ML's work. I understand Sean's going to be hosting the show by himself. I hope, uh, I hope he doesn't, you know, mess it up or anything because, uh, I hate for him to mess up, uh, anything related to ML because he does a really good job. I just wanted to, I'll hang up now and, 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 and take your comments off the air. What a dick. <laughs> it's clearly him leaving. No, the no, house. no. He, Not tri- only is he, his- he tried to hide his, he tried to hide it behind what phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a terrible fake voice. Yeah, that ML's trying to hide there, but also he says, "I understand Sean's hosting by himself." Which how would anybody have known that? No, and 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 it's a huge insult to you to say I'm hosting by myself. No, I, I you see what I mean. I enjoy. Uh, it's completely dissing you. You're the host. I'm just the. I'm the. You're the star. Don't I'm sell the, yourself. I'm the. Actually, cl- Jer's the star, and I'm glad. I'm he came the clown. Out. If you want, I'm the. <laughs> I'm the little side amusement. You know off. what I mean? You're the old you're, man. You're the host. Providing sage, uh, I don't provide sage advice to anybody. Oh, ML said he honestly just texted. I just broke free. If you need me, I suspect you're wrapped. Well, he's half right. We're on our way out. You want to do? You, do you want to call him real quick, or no. are we done? We're no. done. No, it's his loss. It is his loss, right? He can't just he can't just <laughs> say, "Well, okay, I've got time now," right? It can't all be on his watch. Oh, he's on his watch. We love him. All we right. Do we, well, what about what about? The stuff, uh, hoodies, and all that good. Oh don't yeah, we need to. Don't we need to hawk a little bit because we will hear about it, brother. Yeah, if you want to donate to the show, uh, there's a donate button. Thank you for bringing the for reminding me, Sean. I meant to do this at the top of the show. Uh, MLSolaDetroit.com is the website. There's a donate button. You can donate via PayPal. Very very simple. If you want some swag, there's shirts. We're both wearing them. We look like we're in a band. Uh, Drew and Mike store.com. You can find all of ML swag there. I, I love the logo. I think it's just a solid solid logo. Uh, ML is still running um, for city council. If you want to know more about that, ML for Detroit, the number four Detroit spelled out. And um, so, yeah, that's where you can give all your money to us that way. Before I uh, have, uh, have Cyrus take us out. Can I just uh, ask you a quick question? Sure. It's been a really a lot of fun today. Very little tension. What? <laughs> Why? I mean, what's different about today? I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. And it well, went by quickly. Because we're going without a wire. It went by quickly. Um, so well, you mean we're, we're in, on a- In fairness to him, there's one less person. I don't, that'll make it go by quicker. No, no, no. I know. I know. We love him. We, we're, we're, uh, we miss him. We think he'll be back next week. We hope he'll be back. if he has we, an event. We do miss him. Uh, I was good to see him Saturday night at his uh, awesome yard bear party. We're, we're less than a month away from the election day. I know the primary, and then uh, the top two go. No, he's out. He's out there good, doing good deeds, good works. He'll be good for the walking city. Walking us, you know, he'll be great. He'll be he'll be great. He'll be great for the city. Uh, I'm not sure what it'll mean for this podcast, but um, we might have more. We might like, just be like this. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. And I, I, I'm sure that's not uh, that wouldn't be fun for a lot of no, you he, out there. He he claims he's going to continue it. 
Yeah, we'll we'll see. When but, he wins. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. when he wins. When he wins. That's me saying when. He would say if. Yeah, I know. No, we don't want to put words in his mouth. And uh, I try Or anything to. else. Oh. Oh, okay. No, that was good. <laughs> I you thought did. I spoke for both of yeah, us. Yeah, no, you did. You did. You did. All right, my man. It's been fun. And uh, Cyrus, take us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Tuesday, a special presentation. The true story of best-selling writer... I'm Al Alrick. He lived the good life until an election changed his world and everything began to crumble. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it all. M.L. Elric and Sean Windsor. Star in the network premiere of The Soul of Detroit. Tuesday at 9, 8 Central and Mountain. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.